Shut up and sit down. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Third Shift. This is episode 209. I, of course, am your host, the greatest man who's ever lived, your funky leader. It's me, it's Matt. And I know what you're thinking, because we did this bit not too long ago, and that's, <laughs> why is Matt opening two weeks in a row? Well, it's the same reason as why I was last time, because my partner, my buddy, my co-host, Eric, he's here in spirit, but he's not here in full-on, fully reality. And we'll get to why that is in just a little bit. But first, we're going to start the show off like we always do. I'm going to tell you how my week was, and then we'll hear from Eric on his week. So me, my week, I don't even remember. It was just a week. The week existed. It was long, hard days at work, coming home and just not wanting to do anything. So on the gaming front, I have played a lot of Animal Crossing New Horizons, doing all kinds of fun stuff with my island, and then also getting into some Animal Crossing videos on YouTube and figuring out even more fun things to do, like new designs, new patterns, new ways of doing things. You know, I've been watching a lot of like villager hunt videos where, you know, when you have an opening in your town, you can take these Nook Miles trips and go out to Mystery Islands, kind of like a random island, and you'll find a random villager there. So I've been watching people do that and finding all the kind of crazy villagers that are in this game. I had no idea about some of them are like such cool designs. I can't even believe it. They make my base design villagers who I really like look like just chump nothings. Like some of these character designs are just wild and crazy. So it gets me excited. Well, that sounds really bad. It gets me excited for somebody to move out so I can go look for somebody who looks cooler. But you know what I'm saying. And honestly, that's the only game I've been playing this week. I've done I've done some crosswords. I've done some trivia stuff on, you know, just apps on my phone. Nothing really worth talking about. I've been meaning to get back into Ghost of Tsushima just because I need to finish it and get it done so Eric and I can review it, you know, officially and just so I can just wrap it up and and pack it in and not have it hanging over my head. But like I said, it's just been long, hard days at work of just when you get home, I don't want to think about anything. I don't want to try to do nothing. I just want to zone out and Animal Crossing is perfect for that. So that's pretty much been my week. Now let's hear from the other side of the tracks. Let's hear, well, actually, let's, let's hear a tale of woe from my buddy Eric. Eric, take it away. You know, if y'all remember way back when I said, well, lightning struck the house, blew up my PlayStation, blew up my screens, blew up my modem, did all the things. And I was wondering to myself all this time, I said, my computer was on the same strip as the rest of this equipment. Nothing had happened to it. I just counted myself lucky. I said, it's okay. Don't worry about it. Well, this last weekend... I had my PC on all day long, playing games in and out, you know, running upstairs, doing other stuff, etc., etc. That evening, my PC froze on me and shut off. And I went, well, that's weird. But, you know, PCs do that occasionally. So I started it, played for a little bit, and then it shut off again. I went, all right, whatever, it's time for bed. So I go to bed. Next day, I start up, a few minutes in, boom, does it to me. Now nah, something ain't right, this ain't good. Okay, so I start looking at it, you know, and I'm like, well, it could be wrong. Well, power supply seems to be the number one culprit, right? So I said, all right, something's going on. Let's just order a new power supply. Let's get it up to, you know, standards. I went and got a 750 watt, ordered it, got it, reinstalled that, put all the new lines in, did all the things. It still did it. I'm like, oh, this isn't good. Then I heard maybe it was a RAM. You know, and I just recently put in some new RAM, so I went ahead. Threw the RAM out 
put it, left the old one in, tested it, still did it to me. All right, let's test the new one. Maybe the old one busted. Nope, still did it to me. All right, it's not the RAM. It's not the power supply. Well, it could be the hard drive. It could be the motherboard. Or, of course, the CPU itself. But that's unlikely since the game loads. and I mean, not the game, but the system loads, etc. Whereas the CPU is bad, just the whole thing would be garbage. So, I'm looking at this thing. I'm laying there looking. All of a sudden, I go, wait a minute, what the hell? The heat sink off the chips has completely blown off. Not of CPU, mind you, but, you know, the uh, in the motherboard chips. Blown right off. This thing's dangling. Well, that's probably the case. That's what happened. So that lightning strike blew these heat sinks right off of the thing. And then I played the game, you know, played the PC all day long. Of course, overheating the chip itself, destroying the motherboard. So at this point, we're supposed to record some wonderful, wonderful uh, Patreon-only exclusive stuff. But I got no PC because I'm ordering the motherboard for it. And then, of course, when we're ordering the motherboard, I find out that AM3 is no longer accepted because it's an old, you know, a little bit older PC. So AM4 is the only thing you can go with. So now I got to get a new CPU. Also, this thing had DDR3, not DDR4. Well, now I got to order DDR4. So I'm ordering this new RAM. It's a whole cluster mug. It's all coming in. It's all going to be here Thursday. But, of course, as you're hearing this, that's not in time for the show. Plus, of course, we're going on vacation, so hence all the craziness. It's been a crazy week when it comes to trying to rebuild things. As usual, my luck has just proven to be terrible and unfortunate. Now, with all that being said, we're still here. We're still rocking out. I got a laptop that does things. Just want to let you all know where I stand. This PC will be back up and running soon, but until then... I've been playing some Control, rocking through that. I've been smoking through the main missions, doing some side questing here and there. But I'm debating whether I'm going to go too far into it because, as you all know, I'm really just trying to get to the new, uh, the latest two DLCs, the Foundation and then the Awe, which just released. I really want to play those. And, of course, I had to restart my whole game from scratch because it said PlayStation 4 blew up. But I also want to be powerful when I do it, so I'm mixed on that. But I've been going through there, having a good time, trying to get the bosses done. But they've been kicking my butt, so I'm just doing side quests, main quests, to get my HP up and my abilities up so I can go back in there and really smoke them without any issue. I've also been playing Fall Guys, as I said, once again, two, three rounds here and there, just plucking away at it, trying to get that, uh, you know, that lucky win so I can kind of put that in my book and finish it off. Be getting some cool little trophies here and there with it. But as I told y'all before, I'm not like super vested in Fog as like everybody else is. So, fun little game to play on the side. And up until my PC blew, I was playing World of Warcraft, leveling up, having a good time. All sorts of cool holiday events are coming up. In September, they've got this leveling experience thing going, so I really want to get back involved. But the uh, laptop can only play like medium-ish settings, and kind of sucks when you're used to this playing at ultra-high. However, assuming everything gets fixed, I'll be back up and running after this week is over and visiting some family, etc. So all should go back to normal, but been playing that, having a good time with it, really remembering why I love that game. So it's been a good time. And I also got into Borderlands because they released the recent uh, weekly event where everything is on easy. You go to Mayhem level 9, 10, doesn't matter, whatever. It's all easy mode uh, Mayhem factors. So you got like Big Head, Luke Explosion, etc. 
I've heard it on the internet before, and I'm going to say it right here too. I hope this stays. It was a lot of fun watching loot going off everywhere, big heads, and I'm just laughing and chuckling as I'm blowing people up. Getting all sorts of really cool loot to boot. It's some good times. I was enjoying it, getting great gear, having a lot of fun, playing the game. Super cool. I can see on the other side, of course, where it's going to gear me out, and then I'm going to be like, all right, I got everything I could ever want at the maximum mayhem level, so why play anymore? I get that. But for the time being, having a good time with it, enjoying the hell out of it. So we've been back in all sorts of stuff. And that's been my week, Matt. That's been my week. Hopefully yours is just as good, my friend. So that was Eric's glorious week. That's why we don't have him here right now. But you know what we do have? We have my favorite part of the show. The greatest thing ever recorded, ever spoken by me. We got shift codes for Golden Keys and Borderlands, the Game of the Year edition. So hit up the Twitter, the Reddit, the forums, the Instagram, hit up your preferred shift code provider and get yourself some free loot. And staying on the Gearbox topic, we got a couple of cool little newsy notes. I don't think Eric knew about these before he sent his submission in. But we've got the Commander Lilith and the Fight for Sanctuary DLC for Borderlands 2. It's now free on the Epic Game Store. It launched and it was free for a while and then it went, what was it, 5 bucks, 10 bucks? I don't even know what it is because I got it for free day one, of course. But now it's live on the Epic Game Store and it's free again for a limited time. So if you have Borderlands 2 or Borderlands The Handsome Collection on the Epic Game Store, definitely go get this DLC for free because it wasn't out there before. Now you can get it. Now you can play that fun little DLC. Another cool thing that happened this week that I haven't had a chance to look at is there was a Wizard World Borderlands cast Q&A, and you can find the replay at twitch.tv slash... Oh, man, I'm losing the, I'm losing it. It's, it's Wizard World something, 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 but you can find it on YouTube and search for Wizard World TV. That'll get you to the channel. And this cast Q&A features the voice actors for a lot of big characters. we got Siren Strange, who voiced Lorelai, Jim Ferranda, our old buddy, our old alumnus, third shift alum, Jim Ferranda, who voiced Claptrap, of course, Marcus Maldon, who voiced Brick, Marisa Lenti, who voiced Moe's, and Martha Harms, who voiced Maya. So if you're interested in hearing from the voice actor side of things, if you're interested in hearing what cues will be aid, definitely look that up. Pretty sure it's just listed as Borderlands cast Q&A. So look for Wizard World TV on YouTube. Check for the Borderlands cast Q&A. I haven't had a chance to watch it yet, but it's definitely going to be interesting. It'll be a lot of fun. Go check it out when you got some time. Then we're going to steer it on into the patch notes, which are not very big today, which is a good thing because Eric's not here to discuss this with me. One of the first things is the new weekly event in Borderlands 3, the Make It Rain event. Bigger cash drops from everybody. There you go. That's, I mean, what more could you want? And then we also got three weapons getting buffed. We got the Hellwalker, the Chaos, and the Breath of the Dying. I'm not familiar with, I mean, maybe I've gotten a Hellwalker before. Pretty sure I haven't gotten a Chaos. I did get a Breath of the Dying, at least a couple of them. I think it was during the Cartels event I got a couple of them, but they weren't better than what I was using. They, I mean, I liked what they did. They were pretty cool guns, but they just didn't make it into the rotation. Now they've been buffed. All three of those guns have been buffed. So if you have them in their good roles, but you just they just weren't good enough, maybe check them out now. And if you tossed them away and sold them like I pretty much did, definitely go get them again and see if they're better for you. And that pretty much wraps up the patch notes. Like I said, very small this week. But last week, there was something that dropped right before the show that neither Eric nor I had a chance to get a big, big look at. And that was a Godfall video that our buddy Keith Lee did with IGN. And we didn't have a chance to look at it. I saw like the first minute of it last week. But Eric finally got a chance to look at it. So let's hear from Eric on what he thought about it. I thought this interview was fantastic. 
It really went into a much deeper dive on what the inspiration was behind these different uh, Valor plates and how they all function. And I, you know, beforehand I was like, I get this, I feel it kind of, you know, I still kind of get questions here and there. But he said, hey, you know, we took some inspiration from like Brandon Sanderson's, you know, and I went, oh, gotcha, okay, the Stormlight series, and I've read that series, of course. And I know exactly how that armor functions and what it's about. And immediately it clicked with me. And I went, you know what? That makes perfect sense. How each Valor plate has its own personality. Has its own set of things it's doing and what it's about. And then you, as the person wearing said Valor plate, has to adjust to it. And with them revealing, of course, three new armor sets. With the existing ones, it started really kind of coming to focus on how... You're going to have to play differently and adjust your play styles to these Valor plates or find the one that suits the way you like to play. And then he went into further detail about how even if you choose a, the same Valor plate as another individual, the way you set up the grid and the way you adjust those points and where you put the different particular things also will affect how you play. That reinstated all my hope. And happiness, and that uh, this game has a lot of potential, a lot of fun behind it, and I cannot wait to get my hands on it and actually test it and feel it for myself. They were showing some more of the gameplay, showing some actually AI in there, as we discussed, fighting back, doing some stuff, different moves happening. The poison builds were looking super sharp. I love poison, so immediately I was like, "Yeah, I'm on board with this." They had the lightning going. I love it. I am super stoked. It really got me hyped up again. I know we were talking earlier about how we're starting to like, oh, well, I'm not sure. It's starting to make me wonder. This got me right back on board. Godfall's definitely looking up to be something really good. Can't wait to check it out. And I got to say, after watching the whole thing, I really, really enjoyed this video. And it got me so much more excited for Godfall than I have been before. Even, you know, a few weeks ago when we were very, very excited, this got me even more excited because... Like I said last week, in the very first minutes of this video, you get to see actual gameplay. You get to see someone fighting against a room full of enemies. There's AI. There's combat. There's It looks alive in the way that Godfall hasn't in you know the previous stuff. Sure, you could see characters fighting one-on-one -on -one with things, but it wasn't a tight back and forth. The character would run up. The enemy would kind of turn around slow and get killed. Here, you got to see the gameplay in action. You got to get a, more of a feel of it, and I liked what I saw. It feels kind of more Dynasty Warriors-ish to me than something like Devil May Cry or God of War, but I like Dynasty Warriors, so it's not a knock. I really liked what I saw. I liked what I heard from Keith Lee, especially about the Valor Plates and the customization of them. The way that the Valor Plates like give you a constellation of upgrades or augments that you can slot things into, and I loved what he said about how the order of the augments that you put in changes their abilities or the way that they affect you. So even if Eric is running with a Silvermane with all the same augments, if I'm running Silvermane and my augments are in different slots, they're powered up or affected in different ways. And so we can actually have maybe not totally different gameplay styles, but you know our characters will feel and function differently. And that's what I really wanted to see. Well, we didn't see, but that's what I really wanted to hear about is the customization of it. Because you know, you can have 12 different Valor Plates and say, you know, you can put an augment in and now you got 10% DPS or minus 20% damage. 
the shallow stuff we talked about before that I almost feared things would get into. But over the course of this interview, it sounded like they're going 100% the right way, at least in my opinion, with the things that we've seen and we've heard in this gameplay footage. I really enjoyed this one. It got me, we were hyped a few weeks ago, and then we got like a little suspicious, and now I'm hyped right back up again. I can't wait to see even more. I mean, especially watching some co-op gameplay and seeing how crazy that gets, seeing if, you know, that room full of enemies, see if that blows up even more when you get two players in there, if you get three players in there. I'm excited to see more of Godfall, just like it was last time. Uh, What more could you ask for, really? Silly me, I shouldn't have even asked. The other thing you can ask for is the gameplay reveal for Borderlands 3, DLC 4, Psycho Krieg, and the Fantastic Fuster Cluck. I'm going to kick it over to Eric first for his thoughts and his ideas and his whatcha whatcha whatches. They talked about and showed some more gameplay of uh, Krieg, the DLC 4 with Krieg and the, uh, oh god, I can't say it, Fluster Cluck. There you go, the Fluster Cluck. DLC, in which case you go into Krieg's mind and you check out his past, his present, and everything else while you're in there trying to find Volthala. And this is what uh, Tannis thinks has been driving a lot of these psychos mad is that they can't process this. It makes them go crazy. And then she thinks that's exactly what happened to Krieg as well. And what we learned here was that first off, you get to visit these different areas where you, you do the crazy-ass yahoos with Lilith, you do an episode with them, and so you start recalling your time hanging out with Lilith and tackling those guys. And then you also go into uh, Krieg's, the, the, the choo-choo train we've mentioned before. Well, apparently that's holding hostage, like some super important memories that you don't want to lose, which I'm assuming that's going to be all to do with Maya. You're going to find out all about how you and her had a relationship thing going. And you don't want to lose those memories, so you got to definitely take out the demonic choo-choo train, which, by the way, always reminds me of uh, Stephen King's novels, the Dark Tower series, in which case Wastelands, where you get to blame the Bono. He's a crazy choo-choo train, going crazy, bananas, etc. This definitely vibes with me. I'm totally excited about it, totally appreciating it. So anyways, you got to handle business right there, taking care of the Mono to get your memories back of, I'm assuming, Maya. Everybody is, I'm sure. And then lastly, you're going to go into your super past and what made you into a psycho. How you became Krieg the psycho. So there was like Hyperion robots, etc. And this is where I'm most interested in because you're gonna. I think we're going to get some nuggets that we've never had before. And we're going to learn a lot about different aspects and different characters and how Krieg was involved with them prior to his infliction. And then, of course, during said infliction. So I think we're going to really uncover a lot here. I liked how the gameplay kind of just gave us a little bit of each. The only downside I have is originally it was looking like there was going to be a lot of different weird environments and crazy stuff. But this particular gameplay really didn't showcase that. It kind of just showed the same coloration for, you know, the whole three little segments. So I'm a little worried that a lot of it's going to be your same environments same colors just uh different story and i'm hoping that's not the case i'm hoping it's what i originally imagined where it's gonna be completely different environments and fantastical bullcrap getting you to where you need to be to understand krieg and understand everything that went down so hopefully we'll see that 
I'm not 100% certain. We'll keep watching, keep checking it out. In fact, it doesn't really matter. By the time the next week comes, it's going to be coming out. It's freaking right around the corner. Time is ridiculous right now. So super excited. Can't wait to check it out. Can't wait to play it. It's going to be a fantastic good time. Now, I got to say, I mostly agree with Eric here in a little bit of, of, of slight disappointment with just what we saw because what I saw looked like Borderlands. Like it was new environments and things, which I don't want to knock because the new environments look good, but it wasn't crazy out there, wild, ridiculous, like the, like the bright screaming in colors and there weren't like big theme transitions or anything that you could really see in this gameplay reveal. But again, it was like a three minute clip narrated and edited and voiced overed and with other clips cut into it. So maybe I was expecting too much out of this little gameplay reveal. So maybe what I saw didn't blow my socks off, but I did like what I heard from Connor Thomas Cleary, the lead writer, about the DLC and what it is you're doing in there and the kind of the themes of the three different specific memories that you're going back into or, you know, times in Krieg's mind that you're going back into. But another thing that I really wanted to pick out, the idea of this Vault Hala, it's kind of been glossed over a little bit in some of the other talks about it or reveals or or teases. What I really liked was in this video, Connor says, it's it's like a memory that you witness that you can't get out of your head and it changes you. And that kind of brings out like Lovecraft vibes to me, which I love, like, you know, this unknowable horror and you witness it and go mad. I love that kind of stuff. So if they're tying a little bit of that from, you know, DLC 2 into this, you know, it would be awesome. We've seen like the vault holla that opens up, like this big vault thing that the lasers boop into and a big door opens. I'm hoping that at the end of that is some kind of unknowable horror or something like that. Because if this is something that's affecting all the psychos, that's that totally is that's right up Lovecraft Alley, and I love that stuff. Hopefully they tie that into it a little bit. Maybe they just haven't shown all that because that would be mega spoilers. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. That sounds awesome. That sounds cool. That sounds like something I would love. Hopefully that's it. If it's not, we're going to enjoy it too because it's right around the corner. It's dropping on the 10th, which will be the same day as the very next episode. So maybe I'll get in. I'll watch the intro cutscene, and I'll be like, oh, it's time to do the podcast. Oh, well. So we won't be able to talk too in-depth about the DLC next week, but what we will be able to not talk about but speculate about, ooh, you know, there's a, there's a place. You got to go across a river, and I feel like there's an island. I can't remember the name of it, though. What's it like? Uh, what's Maybe Howard can help me out. He's really good at, at naming this stuff, like a speculation land or something, something like that. But we found out just a few days ago, I believe, as I'm recording this, that Gearbox is going to be at PAX Online on September the 12th at 3.45 p.m. Eastern Time. Now, I'm not sure how long the show is going to be or whatever they're showing off, whether it's going to be an hour, half an hour, 15 minutes, as indicated possibly by the start time. But the announcement tweet did say, tune in to see what's coming next in Borderlands and from Gearbox Publishing. So coming next in Borderlands, by that time, DLC 4 will have dropped. So what I'm hoping for is a roadmap. But we're going to talk about our hopes, our dreams, our thoughts, our conjectures. Golly, that sounds really familiar, doesn't it? We're going to talk about that kind of stuff probably next week on the very next episode, which will be dropping on the 10th of September on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Podbean, on Spotify, and on YouTube. 
and I'm, I'm, I'm going off script. I'm going out of order. I'm doing everything. So if you guys would like to share your conjectures, your speculations, your hopes and dreams with us for that Gearbox at PAX Online panel or show or however you want to think about it, send that to us via the email, thirdshiftme at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at thirdshiftme and find us on Facebook under Third Shift. Well, that's right, Mr. Matt. And of course, you can also check us out on that wonderful Patreon we treat it just like a little tip jar. You want to give us a buck, two bucks, three bucks, five bucks, a thousand bucks, any kind of bucks. It would be super greatly appreciated. Helps us pay the bills, keep everything functioning and on track. And of course, it serves as a constant motivation to help us bring some awesome quality content to all of you out there. But we understand if you can't throw money at us. Hey, times are tough. You got to pay bills. You got to do what you got to do. You got to buy those little nutty buddies instead of doing that. I get it. I totally get it. But we've told you a million times before, you can support us so many other ways, like throwing us the five-star ratings on the iTunes, heading over there, giving us some mailbag questions, asking us any kind of questions, giving us feedback on the Twitter, the Facebooks, all that good stuff. Or maybe even go to our Twitch, following us, subscribing, any of those things. All the things help us, keep us motivated, know you're out there listening and appreciating what we're throwing at you. We appreciate it so very much. I hope you continue to do so. So I've already told you when to find that next episode. But as I always say, if you like what we're doing and you'd like to help us out, please give us a like, a rating, a review, a comment, a subscription, any kind of good thing on any one of those good services because it does help us out and we really do appreciate it. And until next time when Eric's computer might be on fire or his house might have fallen down in like a, a freak windstorm or his kids might have turned into demons and like hell on earth has been unleashed. I don't even know. There's nothing else to say, but... Don't forget to say Shut up and sit down.